Don't turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tan Talk Radio Network. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer one, and great desserts. They even make the bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Hey, listen, I don't care where you're going. I've been standing here since 1959. Say what? Oh, uh, it's a KARZ radio, the Mighty 590. I'm a disc jockey. Under partly cloudy skies, the current temperature in the big town, 79 degrees. You got the tops of the pops, the wax to watch. You got Johnny Hurricane. Brian Edison. Good to meet you, Brian. What's that guy? What's this clown doing? Hey, come here, squirrel. You want to race that thing? Cops, man. Well, there's your first one. Go make an example. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much of love drives a man insane. You broke my wheel. He's coming after us. Dead on it. Great balls of fire. see someone drive one of these in here. Most of them have to be towed. I'm looking for a chassis which I want to stick a big Hemi engine in. You got anything? Cheap. 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 Going racing? Yeah. Pre-war willies rise up like a cutter through ice. Oh, it'd be a miracle just to see one again. Want to see one? Oh, you see one every now and then sitting in an old garage in Rollo, Missouri or 
by the side of the road in West Lafayette. Or hidden in a junkyard in Lyons, California. Come here. Come on, come on. It moved. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you ain't gonna sell it, right? Sonny Munn offered me a thousand once. I'm gonna race him. Everybody kind of lost interest in these old hot rods. Right. How about your old Dodge body? You have enough left to bail? Sure, I'd like to see it run again. Especially against Moon. Let's talk. If you beat the Moons, it's yours. Free. It's like the old hot rods. I've seen the pictures. Yeah, every kid used to have one. I'm gonna build a car, too. Just like yours. Yeah. It's looking good, Lefty. What kind of engine you run? <laughs> Rubber band, I guess. <laughs> it's my first engine, too. Don't wind it too tight. Won't start. This just came in over the CB. Schoolhouse Road is happening. Get on down. Marsden's doing a root beer. Johnny. All clear. Hey, how much are we going for, Brian? Hundred dollars a gear. Calling all cars, calling all cars, leaving a big mug and heading your way. Here come the cops. Let's get out of here. Let me remind you folks to be sure and listen to the Hurricane Sanctuary on KARC Radio Free Lions. Takes a lot of strength to depress this clutch. This car can get away from you. How come none of these local guys never let you take the wheel? They were afraid it would get away from See your driver's license, miss? All right. Sawed a few teeth off? Sorry. Worked your way up to dangerous. You never give me a chance. Come and go with me, don't let me baby on the sea. I need you, darling. So come go with me. All right, you can get off it now, Jack. Come on, 
knocking around for years. Thought I'd give the Nationals a shot for once. Yeah, go for it. Treat, you know. Thought I'd see how I did with the big boys. I don't care so much about the Muns. This isn't a beat down. Yeah, I know. I just want a fair shot at winning. Thanks for letting me drive your car. You can't break it any worse than I can. See, the secret of street racing is a mystery to most people. But I got to figure it out. It's pretty dangerous. Do you want to hear the secret or not? Sure. When it breaks, you build it again. Blows up with a four-barrel car, go do quads. Tap blows up injected. Fix it fast. How far? Until it's an automatic, which is boring. Sonny Mon from nearby Lions in the mud. A root beer special. He's number one qualifier with consistent top time. And Brian Edison in the Violet Spring special. The little guy working at home. What a classic showdown we got here. The way we were and the way we are. Number one, number two qualifiers in a heads-up race. You know, something's got to give. This match has been building for weeks. There's been heartbreaks, teardrops, nuts, bolts, and prayers. Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, this is Stacy David from Gears TV. You're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, listeners, welcome. You're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers and Google Tan Talk, 1340.com. You can see us live here in the studio in downtown Clearwater. Don't forget, if you missed any of our past shows, check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com, and visit our podcast, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and Gulfstream Motorsports. And where do they go from there, Bobby? 
The rest of the social media stuff? Twitter and Periscope, at NRC On Air. Twitter and Periscope is at NRC On Air. And don't forget our little sister company, Speed Culture. The Speed Culture. En- the enthusiast mobile app. Be sure and download it today, both on Android and Apple. Right, and their social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope is all at Speed Culture app. There you go. And a little bit later in the show, we will have the Speed Culture Minute. But right now, I think it's just about time to tell us a little bit, or tell everybody a little bit about what uh, what we did this past weekend. What we did this weekend. Oh, yeah, we had Cars and Coffee at, uh, at uh, da, 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 refresh my memory here. Oh, yeah, Cars and Coffee at Reeves Import Motor Cars. Yes, because there's a lot of cars and coffees to go there's to. There's a lot of cars and coffees to go to. Yeah, but you know what? If you go to the Speed Culture app, you can find out about all the car shows that are going on. And, and you can get your, your cars and coffees in order. Yeah, actually, let's just go ahead and go right to the Speed Culture Minute. While we're at talking about the Speed Culture Minute, the big deal is next month, and that is the Amelia Island Collector Car Week, which starts the 10th, 11th, and 12th, and 13th. And on Sunday the 13th, the infamous, the most famous car show on the eastern seaboard, the Amelia Island Concourse. Also, what do we got going on? Oh, yeah, this Valentine's Day Sunday, cruising at the Capitol. Bring your car. It's a free show, open show. And, of course, yours truly will be there, and we will have our Speed Culture tent and our Nostalgic Radio and Cars tent set up. And there'll be prizes and awards and all kinds of cool stuff and trophies and stuff like that. And, yes, yours truly will be one of the judges, along with uh, a crew of cool guys that are cool cats that are really car guys, okay? And let's see what we've got going on. And then on Saturday, if you want to check out the Speed Culture app, there's a little thing called Rumble in the South. And that's some really groovy car show that's going to take place over in Tampa. Also, next weekend, the 19th through the 21st, is the Boca Raton Concourse and the DuPont Live event. Actually, there's a DuPont Live event. Uh... At uh, Amelia Island, and also there is a uh, DuPont Cars and Coffee next week, right, Bobby? Yeah. On the 20th. Go okay. back real quick and tell them about that second really cool Cars and Coffee that happens right after Oh, Oh, yeah, and the coolest Cars and Coffee, which is put on by our good friends over at Garage One, who promote and sell and advertise and have the coolest speed wax that you could possibly come across. I mean, this stuff really makes your car slick and fast, right? It's called Speedwax. Check out their uh, Speedwax. Uh, uh, check out the website. Go- Gar- GarageOnePro.com Gar- Yeah, GarageOnePro. Is that... Did I say- I'll check it out for you. Okay. Anyway, Garage and Grab. But anyway, hey, their phone number is 877 877- 396. How about that? 396. Should be 429, but anyway, that is eight, correct. 877 396 Garage One Pro. Garage One Pro, right. And then, of course, a big shout out to our friends up at National Parts Depot. Of course, if you're fixing a Mustang like I am, or a Chevelle, or a Ford truck, like our vintage Ford Bronco or something like that, give them a shout up there at 800 874 7595. That's 1 800 874 Here's the cool thing about the show. See, this show is podcasted. So in the event that I'm talking too fast, I trip, fall, stumble, or blah, blah, blah over some of the words, you can always go back to the podcast and you can hear the entire show in its entirety, unfiltered. <laughs> and uh, you can catch all the phone numbers that I blah, 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 blah. Of course, today's website. There I go. Already. All right. Rib Shack Tuesday for a great, spectacular barbecue sandwich. Whether you want ribs, whether you want pork, whether you want uh, roast beef, or no, what they got? Barbecue beef. Uh, chicken, all kinds of cool stuff. Give our friends over there at the Rib Shack a shout. That's 727 501 9090. And don't forget, Sundays are always Belladora Pizza Day. 581-5000-727-581-5000. Now, a big shout-out to some new guys that we may be welcoming to our show. Since Ice Ice Jeffy, the developer and co-founder of Speed Culture Mobile App, since he's from The D. You not arose the wrath of the great and powerful Oz. 
That's for all you people in Detroit that know what that means. The D. D is for Detroit. Uh, Coney Island. I want to welcome those guys to Nostalgic Radio Cars, if they're listening. Okay? That would be Dante and Anthony. I think his name was Andy, right? Anthony? Anthony, yep. Yeah, okay. uh, Detroit Coney Island is located at 11500 Walsingham Road in Largo, Florida. And their phone number is 727-286-6298. Yeah, that's uh, 727-286-6298. Bobby, why don't you go ahead and drop something in the groove here? Because we're going to bring on our guests. We have a really cool cat coming on the show here in a few. And uh, you'll definitely know who this guy is. I met him at, at Scottsdale. Actually, I met him a couple years ago at SEMA. I uh, didn't have the opportunity to sit there and stand and talk with him a little bit, but I did at uh, Bear Jackson, and I'm delighted to welcome to the show. So, hey, we're going to play a little Nickelback for you. This is, uh, what's the name of the song, Bobby? How You Remind Me. How You Remind Me, okay. But anyway, hey, you're tuning into Nostalgia Getting Cars. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kirk, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, 
or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make the bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Hey, this is Lou Santiago of Car Fix and GarageInsiderTV.com. You're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Enjoy the show. Okay, we're back, and you're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Thanks, Lou. Hey, you know what? It's time to introduce our next guest. Our guest is uh, probably needs no introduction. He's a pretty cool cat. You've probably seen him on the Discovery hit TV show called Fast and Loud, but you know what? Now he's got his own YouTube channel called Casey's Paint Shop. I'm delighted to welcome to the show Casey Matthew. Casey, are you there? I'm here. How are you doing? Pretty good. So how are things in Texas? Uh, beautiful right now. Chilly nights, but gorgeous days, so I'm a, I'm a happy camper right now. You're a happy camper right now. So what have you been doing lately? I, I, I We bumped into each other here at, uh, at uh, actually a couple of years ago, I bumped into you at, uh, at SEMA, and then here just recently at uh, Scottsdale at Barrett-Jackson. So uh, give us some thought. Tell us a little bit about what you uh, your experiences at, uh, at Barrett-Jackson, because if I understood you correctly, that was your first time there, right? Yeah, that was my first time at Barrett. I, I've never been to a, a car auction, to be honest with you. And I, uh, I had a great time there, seeing all the different cars and, and kind of seeing what they go for is, is crazy. And then to see some of the cars actually, in, in my opinion, almost got stolen. You know, it's like, it's almost too cheap for some of the stuff that went across the block. But I guess that's the uh, risk you take when you go to an auction. Yeah, especially if it's no reserve. Now, uh, oh, yeah. y- you've built some cars in the past, and uh, you've, uh, you know what, tell us a little bit about what goes into these cars. You know from experience. And, uh, and then we're going to talk about Frankenstein, because Frankenstein's a pretty cool truck. I just checked out the video here, Red Morning. And uh, that was pretty impressive. So that truck <laughs> is back. Hey, I'm a, I got a soft spot. I'm a Ford guy, okay? I have a 79 Ford Bronco still that I had since 79. So you got that oh, 67 nice. Ford truck. So we'll talk about that. But t- well, let's use that truck as an example. How much effort and time and money gets put into one of those cars? Oh, man, countless hours. I, I just brought a C10 to SEMA, and I I didn't even keep track of the hours because I didn't want to know in the end. But it, it's amazing the, the time and effort that it takes and People on the outside looking in that don't know how to do it, don't understand the hours that it takes to do something like that. They just think, oh, all you do is just put it together. There's way more involved than just putting something together. You know, it's it's the time, the effort, the attention to details, and to make sure that it's right takes time. And, and, you know, in my business, you know, building cars for customers and paint jobs, it's really hard for me to transfer that to them so they understand what's going on. You know, it's like you almost kind of wish they would come in and work with you for a day to see what he really goes through. I mean, half these people wouldn't complain one time if they actually had to do it, you know. Your um, your expertise, tell us a little bit about your, your background and uh, how you got into the hobby, so to speak. Uh, I started out at my dad's paint body shop. He still runs it, Ken's Body and Fender Works, and uh, he does more collision stuff. It's not as much restoration, probably only 10% of restoration. And I kind of grew up in it my entire life. He started in our backyard and then got another shop. And then I just kind of, I went there every day after school until I learned 
the trade and you know my passion geared more towards restoration so the older i got the more i kind of broke off and did my own thing and started my own shop so you know he still does the collision world and i do all the restorations okay how old were you when you started in the business so to speak oh man i've got i've got some pictures of me when i was pretty young I'd, I'd probably say five if i had to guess i was out there spreading and sanding with my dad okay and then you picked up a hammer and dolly and you went at it right Yep, hammer dolly and my my favorite thing is paint. And my first car when I was twelve. So, uh, painting is my is my relaxation. That's my my getaway from the whole business. I guess you could say that's where I don't think about how hard hard work we did to get to where we are. It's kind of the payoff. Give us take us a little bit through the procedure a little bit, and well, if you want, you can use your truck as an example. You know, either the one you took to SEMA, but you know, I mean, when you talk about the hours, you know, because what people don't realize is the prep work, the blocking, the sanding, the looking at it again, and the blocking and the sanding, and then the you know, and and just you know, go ahead and tell us that about that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, when we when we do a car at my shop, we take it all the way down to metal. We do our metal work on it, make sure that it's you know as close as we can get, uh, and then we start putting a little bondo on it. We try to use the little bond as possible, but it's almost impossible not to use it. We start spraying polyester, and then we're taping lines, and high, running highlight lines on it, and we use plexiglass sticks when we sand. We don't use, uh, like, dirt blocks or anything like that. We use everything we, we do, we cut out of Lexan or plexiglass because it won't lie to you and won't won't move around or bend or anything like that. So it's, uh, it's a long process. We'll, we'll polyester car a couple times to make sure it's right, urethane, and then put it in the booth. I mean, we don't we don't soft block anything at the shop. I mean, everything is done by hand. We don't use any air tools. Um, it, it's a finger bleeding job. I mean, by the time my, our cars are done, you know, we work from we start with forty grit, you know, knocking down some bondo here and there, and then uh, we finish off with you know three to five thousand grit on the VA or not the VA the uh, on soft block. Finish up the uh, the edges before buffing, and then it's right back to forty grit. So. Uh, by the time we're done, our fingers are bleeding, and then we start all over again. Wow. How many hours would you say on an average? Let's just say you got a pretty straight body to begin with. How many hours? Because people, just, like you said, they have no idea. Oh, man, I, we haven't done anything in less than three, 400 hours just to get one. I mean, that's not including any rust repair or anything like that. That's just us blocking. That's by the time it gets to the point where it's, uh, it's already looking pretty good. You know, then, then you've got another probably... It probably takes us 200 hours to wet sand and buff a car correctly. Wow, that's a long time. So, yeah. now, do you do work one way and that's perfect every time, the KC way, or do you do some, or if a guy doesn't have a huge budget, do you do something a little bit within his price range? We pretty much do only thing one way. Okay. If, if, if we're not going to do it the best it can be, then, then I would just assume not doing it. It's not that um, I'm a snob to any of that. I just want to make sure that we're putting out the work that represents the work that we can do. Gotcha. And I don't want to lower my standards to meet somebody's budget, I guess you could say. Okay, excellent. Tell us about some of the projects you've done. Uh, we've done we've done a lot, man. In the shop right now, we've got a 68 F100. Um, we're in the middle of tearing down another 68 F100. We've got a 68 Camaro, a 32 5 window, a 31 Chop Model A, and a 69 Chevelle in there right now. So we've We've done quite a bit. Um, we're just now kind of getting into where we're doing full builds. A lot of our customers, we didn't in the beginning. A lot of our customers are requesting it now, so we've gotten into doing the entire thing, um, which is kind of fun. You know, there's a time whenever it's clean and, and not so dusty, so it's kind of nice to get into the shop and not get dirty for a day. So so if I understand you correctly, when you say a build, you're talking about mechanicals, you're talking about suspension and the whole nine yards, right? Yeah, we can do it all. 
Super. How how big is your team? Your team of the people that you got working with you now? I've got two two full time guys, and I've got two to three part time guys. I've got uh, my brother in law, um, a couple another buddy that works at a mechanic shop daily, and then I've got a fireman that kind of come in and help on the on their off time. So that way, because uh, we don't build every car. That way we don't have to keep the full staff, you know, because most of our stuff is paint. But if we need to build, I've got the resources to, to go all the way through with it. Okay. And you got, is it, and now you're you're based out of Dallas, right, in that, in that general vicinity? Yeah, we're South Fort Worth in a little town called Burleson. Okay. How big is your shop behind your house? Ooh, uh, let's see. It is 40 by 65. Oh, that's a nice size shop. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, just under 3,000. Th- yeah, especially. Yeah, sure. That sounds good. Well, the nice thing is if you have to leave something outside, you're in Texas, it doesn't, uh, you know, it's dry out there, right? Yeah, and we've got another building that we do all our builds in, too. It's uh, our speed shop, which is about 12 miles from the house, and that's a that's a separate shop from the one that's at the place. At the house, we do all of our body work, and we can do about three cars at a time, and then we've got the speed shop where we can do about four cars, putting them together. Excellent. Now, tell us about some of the stuff that you've done yourself. I mean, what kind of, what what's your, you know, as far as if you're going to build a car, give us an idea, like, the theme of a car that you, you've done in the past that you really liked that you might want to do again? You know, a lot of my cars do have a, a I'll always say I like a, lot, a nice paint. I'm not a big air ride guy. I like more of a static drop. Um, I like wide tires all the way around just for handling. I'm, I'm more of a pro touring guy, and I love horsepower. So, um, like, my wife's truck makes 650 horsepower. My, my daily driver makes about 500. My green truck makes, it did 700 at the wheels. So we we like power in our family, and uh, that's kind of my thing. Anything if it's got horsepower, I'm, I'm game. They're very good. Well, now I noticed in Frankenstein in the video, it sounds like that's a four hookers, or you got five speed or six speed, and you get a bunch of gears in there, don't you? Yeah, it's a six speed, six speed manual trans, and it's got a blown coyote motor in it. Okay, good man, yeah. good man. That video, and everybody, I encourage you to check it out. It's called Red Morning, right? Did I say that right? Yes, sir. <coughs> it shows you coming around the corner there. Uh, doing a nice, nice drift. I mean, the tires are <laughs> lit. And then you're going down this little road. It's a little narrow two-lane road with, you know, trees basically on both sides. And that thing's just fishtailing all the way down. So uh, was, oh, it, yeah. was it a lot of fun doing that video? Yeah, that's pretty much the daily drive whenever I drive that thing around. I, have a, I enjoy that truck a whole lot. It's hard not to step in it whenever you're driving it around. So I kind of limit myself to a couple days a week in it because sooner or later I'm, uh, I'm going to get a big old fat ticket in it. But. I guess we'll just see how that goes. There's also a video on there where you're doing like a little charity burnout thing. I saw you on a drag strip, so uh, that thing probably uh, scoots pretty good, doesn't it? It does really good, and you know it's it, it's not perfect. It's got some rock chips on it now and rubber and all over the bottom side of it from doing burnouts and whatever. But I mean, I I drive it. I rarely wash it until I drove it to work today, and it it's pretty dirty. I'm kind of embarrassed to have it sitting out in front of the shop, but like I said, I, I drive everything we build, so we're. Uh, I don't, not much of a trailer clean kind of guy myself, I guess I could say. No, that works, that works. So, uh, other than that, what other kind of projects uh, you got in the, in the pipeline, so to speak? Something really cool you want to tell us about? Um, right now, we're working with a customer on another 68 Ford truck that we're going to uh, try to bring to SEMA this year, and uh, we're going to see if we can work that out, see if his, uh, I guess if his budget's going to allow us to kind of go a little overboard to bring it to SEMA. Can't, can't quite come in there uh, unprepared, I guess you could say, so we've got to make sure that it's ready to rock and roll. Now, when you bring a car to SEMA, t- take us a little bit through the process, because you brought your Chevy truck there last year. It's What's what's kind of like the criteria? 
Well, anybody could bring one and put one on the outside if you want to pay for it. But, you know, the goal in the, is to be inside. So you need to, you know, work on getting a sponsor, put a, a proposal together, get a rendering done, and then see if you can't get somebody to put it in their booth for you. That's where you get the most attention and the most pictures taken. So to me, it's, it's kind of the Super Bowl for me, you know, to bring it there and be able to debut a car and, and show it off a little bit, let people know what you can do, and hopefully get some business out of it. So, uh, I mean, that's what we're going to try this year. You know, this would be the first time I've ever brought anything that wasn't mine. But, uh, you know, I can't keep building cars for myself every year. i got to start making money at some point. This is true. Now, as far as the cars, I mean, so is it? does it depend on the booth that you're going to be displayed at? In other words, are you trying to showcase a particular product at that particular booth, or is it paint, or is it do they just want the car as a as a – as a as a showpiece there just a kind of like an eye, like eye candy i mean how does that kind of work that's all it is it, it really is just something for the, the you know for the vendors to bring somebody to the booth so they're going to pick something that that a uh, little bit of eye candy i guess you could say to get somebody in there and then explain the products to them and it could be from a paint company to you know a fuel injection company or a tire company or whatever just sitting in their booth with your with their tires or their fuel injection or their nitrous kit or you know whatever and uh, all it is is a place where, you know, you know, we can potentially get free stuff to put on our car and put it in there, which is always nice, and then for them to show off what they do. Excellent. And then how far in advance do you have to kind of get this deal in motion before you 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 you, you kind of ink the deal with the guys at SEMA? Man, we're working on it now. Okay. So we're getting our renderings done on the truck and everything else because I think they'll start. They announce booth space with booth numbers uh, like the 1st of May, I believe. Um, and then once you've got booth numbers, then you can hit your sponsors, and then you've got a few months to build a car. So there's always that uh, SEMA crunch that'll get you every time. Okay. How long have you been going to SEMA? Uh, this is my third year that I went. Okay. So ne- this, this next year will be my fourth year. That's super. What yeah, else? Yeah. What other shows do you kind of uh, like to hang out at? Um, we do some good guy stuff, um, local. We haven't had a chance to go very far out of our range just because we're always so busy. This year we're wanting to do quite a bit more traveling if possible and then just uh, that kind of thing, you know. I like good guys because there's painted cars. Some car shows are rat rod shows, and I guess a rat rod's a rat rod, but they don't paint them, and that's not good for my business. So we try to stay away from those as much as possible. Just how networking. Okay, how about like the National Street Rod Association? You go to any of their events? I haven't been in a long time. Back when I was in high school, we used to go to the uh, – Street Rod Nationals up in Oklahoma, but that, that was it. We've never been to any since then. Okay. How about the Grand Ra- uh, the Grand National Roadster Show or in in California or Autorama in Detroit? Anything like that? Yeah, I wanted to go to the uh, Roadster Show this year, but it was all on the same week that um, Barrett Jackson was on, so I had to pick, and I, I figured I'd pull more business out of Barrett Jackson, so that's where we spent our money at this year. Okay. Well, I can tell everybody listening that, uh, you know, when you were at Barrett and we were just kind of hanging out there in the in the staging lane, so to speak, you got uh, a lot of people recognize you and a lot of people came over to talk to you and congratulate you and say hi and take your picture. So that was pretty impressive. You got to feel pretty good about that. You got a good following. You know, we, we really do have an awesome following. We, I mean, our people have stood behind us the entire time from me being a gas monkey to leaving. It's crazy how, you know, people just feel like they relate to us, and, and it's great because I don't feel like they were any different than anybody else. You know, I wake up in the morning, put my clothes on, and go to work just like everybody. So um, we just happened to be on TV. We had the lucky opportunity to get on TV and, and show everybody what we can do and, 
and now it's time to run with it. You know, now that we're off, it's, you know, tink or swim, I guess you could say. So we're really going to try to push and make sure our business does well. Excellent. Now, that so being on, on, on the TV show, so that helped you quite a bit? Yeah, it did. It really got, you know, I got in three years what guys worked 30 years to get. And so, I mean, I find myself very lucky to be able to be in this position, you know. I mean, there's guys out there way better than I am. I just happen to be in the in the light on the television show to, to help boost me. So, by no means do I think I'm better than anybody else. But I am lucky, and there's a lot of guys out there busting it, trying to get to where we're at. This well, what happened, we got here quick. Yeah, well, Casey, you know, I'll tell you what, you got a lot of talent, and your work certainly reflects, you know, so that's that's cool, too. Let me ask you a question. Do you want to talk a little bit about uh, how grueling the show was and how much pressure was on you? I mean, you at liberty to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, no, no, it's, it's fine. The, um, it's a lot of hours. It really is. Um, I wouldn't take it back. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't know that I would do it again, but I, w- I would never say that I regret doing it. A lot of, a lot, a lot of hours, um, crazy deadlines, but, you know, we always found ourselves finishing it and, and getting it done. And, you know, we had a great team over there. Everybody over there worked together really well. Everybody had their area of expertise. So uh, when you get a good group of guys like that together to build a car, you know, sky's the limit. You know, just time is our our only enemy. You know, we we can build anything just as long as we have the time to do it. Sometimes we didn't get the time to do them exactly how we wanted to do it, but at the end we had a car that was finished, and, you know, they might not be perfect, but I think we could build cars faster than anybody else out there right now. Well, I will say this. I've saw I've seen a number of the cars at uh, Bear Jackson last year, not this past year, but last year you had a number of them there. And i got to tell you, they actually, the fit and finish and the work on the cars was pretty good. You know, contrary to, you know, a lot of times, you know, you think TV, you know, you guys are just winging it real quick and stuff. But, you know, the, the work came out pretty good, and, and I was impressed with it. So you got to be happy, too. Yeah, and that's what caused our long hours. We could have slept <coughs> together and been out the door, but, you know, we... You know, we actually care about the cars that we were doing. You know, we didn't want to put death traps out on the road. So um, long hours to get them where we wanted to get them. Let's just hope they hold together, you know, building them that fast. Mm -hmm. Hopefully hopefully they stay together, or at least the paint jobs do, you know. Now, what's in your future? I mean, do you you, you have maybe another potential TV show in the works? Uh, Are you going to do some more YouTube videos? If people want to follow you, find out about you, I mean, how do they go about doing it? You know, I really just, right now... um, We've talked about a TV show a couple times, but to be honest with you, it really takes away from your business. I'm, I'm not saying I'm against it, but the YouTube stuff's fun because I can do whatever I want to do. So, uh, I mean, I really enjoy driving. I'd like to get a chance to get out there and do more more driving, stunt driving school and, and all kinds of stuff. I just like I just like being behind the wheel, no matter what it is. Uh, and hell, even if it's a Prius. <laughs> it's a Prius. Okay, that's cool. We'll, we'll drive anything. He'll drive anything. Now, if you had a chance and you had an unlimited budget, what would you build? Man, that's a hard one. Is that a hard one? That's a hard one to me. Well, how about we do this? How how about we start with a Ford, okay, and now anything goes? (laughs) Oh, man. Would it be a truck, a car? Oh, it would definitely be a truck. I'm a truck guy. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I I like cars all right, but, but I mean... I don't know if it's the Texas in me or what, but I'm, I'm definitely a truck man. Uh, what was your first car or your first truck? 68 Ford F100. Okay. Yep. Is is Frankenstein your first truck? Yep. Okay. Tell us a little bit. That's a short wheelbase little uh, bad boy. Yeah, whenever I bought it, it was, uh, it was a long bed. 68 long bed Ford. I paid 800 bucks for it. And then uh, 
I changed oil at a lube and tune center when I was 16 years old to build it and uh, changed oil for like, God, I don't remember how much I made, probably $7 an hour back in the day and uh, built this truck whenever I drove it to high school. It had a 390 C6 in it. It's one of the faster trucks in high school back in the day. But probably, probably I made 300 horsepower now. I'd be ashamed to even drive it down the road. <laughs> but uh, that was, I mean, then it's been restored couple times since then and uh aaron and i made a frame for it back in the day and made it a made it a short bed so it's, it's gone through a couple of transformations and you know we built it on the show and uh after the show it had a uh, dual overhead cam 4.6 with an aod in it for 4r70 i think it was and it just it didn't have enough in it anymore and there weren't enough options for modifications to the motor so I had the chance to put a coyote motor in it now it's got a coyote and a six-speed Frankly, the only thing left on that truck from building on the show, I think, is the, uh, the paint. Pretty much changed everything else since then. So it's uh, it's a machine, man. I really enjoy it. it. It rolls out pretty hard, too. So you get it pretty well all dialed in the way you want it? Oh, no, 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 no. no. I, I'm sure I'm searching for 1,000 horsepower. Oh, we get there. okay. Well, now, the, <laughs> the Coyote, do you have a charger, uh, you know, uh, a little blower on that thing, or is it just yeah. uh Okay. The the first coyote I put in it was just a just a GT motor, like uh-huh. a Mustang. Gotcha. Uh, now it's got the low compression illuminator, and it's got twenty pounds of boost with a Roush blower on it. Oh. So, yeah, it, it moves pretty hard. It's it's fun and not fun to drive at the same time. It's got no traction below sixty miles an hour, and uh, but above sixty, it's a it's a machine. If you can get it to hook on a sunny day, it's nice outside. But if they're like right now, with as cold as it is. It's making a whole lot of boost, and the roads are cold, and it ain't hooking for nothing. Okay. Driving on ice. Do you have? Uh, do you get a chance to do any track time? Is that something you kind of look forward to doing in the future? Maybe. You know, I did. <laughs> I did some track time in that. It, uh, if any of my buddies are listening, they know exactly. It's it funny. That truck ran in the eighth mile. Ran like a. I couldn't hook. I didn't get any traction until half track. It ran like a 9.4 at 92 miles an hour, which is like the weirdest times. If anybody out there knows times, that's that's pretty backwards. But I'm scared to put slicks on it because I'm just waiting to find the weak link in it. Right now, it doesn't hook, so nothing breaks. But I guarantee I'll yank a drive shaft or blow a rear end out of it as soon as I do. I think the motor and transmission are good, but the uh, the drive shaft I'm not so sure of. Okay, what about what are you running, a 9-inch then with 31 spines no, or something? It's got a got 31 spline 88 in it and a, a spicer a spicer rear end you can break that oh it'd be all right <laughs> you need a big old ford nine inch under that thing interesting interesting well now if you okay so if you were going to build the car of your choice and you had unlimited funds it, all right it sounds like it'd be a truck and it sounds like you'd have at least a thousand horsepower right oh yeah easy okay yeah, i've always wanted to build a unibody Oh, a 61, 62 style? Yeah, I like unibodies. Yeah, those are hard to find. Yeah, one of the, uh, Jonathan that was on the show, um, that gas monkey, our parts guy up there, he's got a, he's got a unibody I'm kind of jealous of. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. Hopefully one day he'll get to finish it the way he wants to. But, uh, pretty rad little ride. I've, I've always thought they were pretty neat. That's got good lines. It's, a, it's got nice contours and everything like that. So you do the same thing to it then? Set it up the same way almost? Yeah, just do a Full chassis, you know, just a real nice pickup, 1,000-horse Coyote. I like the Coyote motors. I'd probably stick with that. Okay, that's good. 
Now, if you had to go to the dark side and put a Chevrolet in something, you know, or that other motor, what they call it, a Mopar, you know, the, the Pentastock, <laughs> <you know, laughs> what would you use and what would you build? Um, we have, to, know, get, we have to give the other guys fair time, too. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, I actually know, I'm not against uh, any other makes by any means, because I'm definitely an all-around car guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about Chrysler products whatsoever. Yeah, I'm just completely ignorant to them. I don't know. I've never, nobody I know has one to, like, learn off of, so I've never really gotten into it. Um, it it's hard to beat an LS motor. You know, I mean, those things are they're cheap. pretty rad. Cheap and fast. Yeah, cheap and fast. The um, 68, or the 86 C10 that I built for SEMA, it's got a mass motorsports LS7 in it, and uh, and it makes about 900 horse. And it, it's rowdy. I mean, I, I give that motor props, that, that whole truck, that drivetrain, everything. It, it's been pretty nice. We built that truck in about three months by the time we finally got all the parts and got after it. I was procrastinating last year. And and I've actually I've had about zero issues with that thing. It's been a great little truck. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to see what it'll bring when we put it up for sale here in a few weeks and, uh, and let somebody else enjoy it, drive it around. I'm too scared to drive it. It's so nice. I know I'll just tear it up if I start driving it around. <laughs> now, are you going to start going to more uh, building some cars to sell at auctions and stuff so people can see you a little bit? You know, I, I don't know. This year, I'm not going to do anything. I think I'm just going to focus on getting the business going um, because by the end of the year, we really want to get about 10,000 square foot building. So that's my goal this year is to really work towards uh, moving up. Okay. And then next year, I think I want to build a SEMA car. I think every year I want to get in the habit of building a car, taking the SEMA, and then taking it to Scottsdale Barrett to sell. Okay. And then just kind of get in the rotation of doing that. But it's really hard to build a car for myself because, you know, those hours that I put in that I can't build for, and then you take the chance on losing money at the end. So I'd rather I'd rather at least take it to SEMA and, you know, get some recognition for it, maybe get some coverage on it and then sell it, see if it brings any money that way. Okay. Now, the, the cars that you're going to build for SEMA, is that going to be something that's, like, extremely radical, or is that going to be something that's just kind of a mild deal? In other words, is it going to be a full-blown build, you know, front-end, back-end, undercarriage, suspension, motor, driveline, something really wicked, or is it going to be a little on the conservative side? Um, i definitely go through the whole thing, you know, full frame-off restoration on whatever we took there. Um, but my style, you know, as where I like the Ring Brothers, some of those guys that go, you know, machine every little piece of the car. I mean, they're they're nice to look at, but it's not my style of car. So I'd probably stay away from that a little bit. Do more of uh, resto mod factory body styles. Um, I'm not I'm not really into doing a whole lot of body modifications. I think it takes away from the car. I mean, they were, you know, somebody created this thing the way they are. I kind of appreciate them for what they are, and not try to put my own twist on it. You know, sometimes I think people go a little overboard on that. I would rather keep it a little original and then put my own flair on it. Okay, I agree. I go along with that. How about wheels? Wheels make such an impact on car. Give us your thought on wheels. Um, I I don't like chrome. I don't like chrome. And I don't oh. like shiny. Okay, so, all right. You every, like everything that I do? I try to gear towards brushed lips and uh, just like a low gloss, low gloss centers. You know, I don't do anything crazy. Um, I like a car when I look at it to kind of have an even flow of feel through the whole thing. Uh, I hate it whenever you open the hood of a car and it's all chromed out, and then you look at the rest of the car and it's junk you know it's like they'd taken that money and kind of distributed evenly across the project they would have had a whole lot nicer car you know I, I like cars that you walk around and you can't pick one thing apart the whole thing just you know takes your breath away 
Yeah. Hey, man, we're on the same page. I dig it. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. That's the way I would do it. You know, brushed aluminum wheels, you know, kind of a little bit old school, a little new school, some nice cool, you know, paint and some, some tech stuff in there. Yeah, that's cool. How about your gauges? Do you like putting the analog stuff in there or do you go to the digital stuff? Um, I'm an analog guy. Okay. I, I'm not much into the digital stuff. You know, I was really excited whenever I saw Dakota Digital come out with their analog gauges. That's where I ran in my C10. And, uh, and they're really cool. They have a factory look, and but they'll work with all the modern motors and everything, but I like using Okay. Cool. Hey, Casey, uh, we're getting close to 8 o'clock. I didn't know whether you, or our time, 7, your time. I didn't know, because I know you said you had to go to a, a little family function. Are you okay on time, or do you want to say goodbye? Yeah, or? I, got, I, I got a few minutes. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So tell us what else you want to do. I mean, what are, what are some of the other ambitions? Man, I, I guess I got small dreams, man. I really just want to get to the point where I can work. Monday through Friday, take the weekends off and be off by five o'clock every day. I know that's hard for a business owner, but I mean that, that's my goal. <laughs> no, no, that's good. That's good. Just just... Normal hours would be awesome. Okay, all right. And then your goal, obviously, is to have that ten thousand square foot shop next year. And what about four or five guys working for you that are really good? Yeah, I'd like to have me and four people, or me and five guys, and then my wife running the office and making sure we're all doing what we're supposed to do. So. All right. a place where my kid can come and hang out and ride dirt bikes behind the shop or something, maybe. Well, that was my next question. So what do you do? What does KC do in the spare time when you're hanging out with your family and stuff like that? You're in the quads and the dirt bikes? What do you do? Uh, we like dirt bikes and uh, riding go-karts, water parks. I mean, just anything to kind of get out of the house. You know, I'm, I can't sit in the house very well. My wife probably wants to shoot me half the time because I, I can't sit on the couch and watch TV or anything. like that. It, it just bothers me to sit still, so... That's probably a reason why I work too much. And then, you know, when I'm home, I just want to go do something. I, I rarely just want to sit around and, and chill, I guess you could say. So um, my boy, we, we live on an acre, and he rides his little dirt bike up and down the road. He's got friends with four-wheelers and go-karts. They look like a little, you know, motorcycle, neighborhood motorcycle gang riding around. <laughs> and uh, my daughter does dance. So we do uh, motorcycles, dancing, and video games and, and whatever we can do to keep busy super that sounds good you know you're an all-around family guy that's real important and i always emphasize that too you know that the car hobby is truly a family sport because everybody can get into it oh yeah my boy comes out to the shop uh you know he doesn't quite get it yet i mean i know he enjoys it but i wish he'd come out there a little more i had a good time growing up in the shop with my dad so he'll get there that's cool that's cool so uh how about bikes any 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 motorcycle stuff outside of dirt bikes, or you're not really a bike guy? You know, I've never owned a, a street motorcycle, a street bike in my entire life. I've ridden everybody else's, but I've never owned my own. I've always wanted just a really, uh, man, I don't know how, what what style you call it. You know, drag bars and oh, there you go, drag bars with like like eight hangers and fishtail pipes <laughs> and lowered. And I mean, very. You know, I'd want all the bars engraved and tailpipes engraved. Very, I guess they'd call it cholo style or whatever, but okay. I mean, that's that's my style. How about, uh, do you paint gas tanks and uh, fenders and stuff like that for people? And, uh, you know, little side pieces for motorcycles? Do you do that very often? We don't do it very often, but we do do it. Uh, okay. It's not that we turn the job down. We're just, you know, a lot of people are known, known <laughs> for doing cars. So, But, I mean, I used to paint a lot of motorcycles when I worked for my dad. But I haven't painted as many since I've been on my own. Okay. Do you, uh, most of your business is local. I mean, do you have some long-distance people? Do you have some people from out of state that you do stuff for? <clears throat> Actually, a lot of our cars lately are from out of state. I mean, I've only got, I've only got two local cars. I've got one from Nebraska. Um, 
I say I got three. I got three local cars, but I mean they're not. I say local. They're a couple hours away from me, but um, one's Nebraska and one's uh, from Arizona. So you know, we take cars from wherever. We got a couple lined up to come from us from California next month. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. Is there a waiting list to get in your shop? Um, a little bit. We're a little backed up right now. Uh, we're probably a couple months out. Okay. Not too bad. That's good. That's good. So if people want to find out more about you, how do they go about doing that, Casey? Uh, they can they can look us up online. Um, I found my uh, our shop numbers online. They can go to caseyspaintshop.com and email us at any, any anything they want to do. Okay. caseyspaintshop at gmail.com will come directly to my phone. I'll read your email okay. back to you. Very good, and of course they can follow you on uh, on on your on your YouTube channels now that you can be doing a bunch of those, right? Yeah, there's uh, YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I mean, all that stuff. We're on it all. My wife helps me keep up with some of that, and, and uh, we try to stay pretty active with everybody. That's super. That's good. Well, Casey, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show this meeting. We got a few minutes left, and I got a few little uh, announcements to make and stuff like that. But if you do get to Florida. Please give us a shout, a holler. You're welcome to come back on the show anytime. We'd love to have you back here. Uh, matter of fact, we might even just make you a regular, you know, just have you come on every so often when you're doing something really trick, you know. And yeah, again, cool. like I said, yeah. And then if you are going to any events or anything like that, you know, always let us know and we'll, you know, we'll give it a, we'll give you a big shout out or something like that because you're a pretty cool guy and you're in the cars and you like the rest of us and, you know, hey, you're a Ford guy, so, you know. You're welcome anytime. <laughs> right on. Yeah. So, uh, hey, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars this evening. I want to thank my special guest, Casey Matthew from Fast and Loud. But, hey, you know what? He's got Casey's Paint Shop now. Check him out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff, and on YouTube. Don't forget to check out his little uh, YouTube, Red Morning, where he takes this stunning, amazing little Ford truck, and he does some incredible stuff with it. That thing's got some serious horsepower. Casey, the best of luck to you. Thank you very much, and it was a pleasure talking to your wife earlier. And uh, you take care, and I'll see you at some of the events uh, around the country here sometime. Yes, sir. You have a great day. Thank you. All right. Take care. Well, guys, one other thing I forgot to mention is uh, the Gator Nationals is going to be taking place, and that is, I think, March 17th through the 20th. You definitely want to be part of that. Uh, we're going to try to get ourselves over there. And again, like I said, I mentioned the Boca Raton Concourses next week. We've got uh, the Cruising in the Capitol is this Sunday, Valentine's Day. That's so, a big deal. <laughs> that's a big deal, yeah. And uh, so we're looking forward to that. And there's going to be some 200-some-odd, 250 cars, 200 cars, 250 cars. So that's quite a bit. When Presented by Ruth Eckert Hall, Capitol Theater, and the City of Clearwater, and a whole host of many others. Absolutely. Now, you know, when that thing started out, it was there to commemorate the grand opening or the grand reopening of the Capitol Theater, which is kind of like a, a landmark here in downtown Clearwater. So... Um, we look forward to everybody to seeing everybody. That's on Sunday. That's downtown Cleveland Street. The car's going to run all the way down around Cleveland, all the way around to the Bayfront down there. So it should be a lot of fun. Guys, be sure and check out Nostalgic Radio Cars every Tuesday night between 7 and 8 p.m. for the most fascinating and legendary names in motorsports. Don't forget to check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com. Don't forget to like, like us on Facebook. I'll let you go ahead. You do all the social media stuff. Follow us on Twitter and Periscope at NRC on air. And Speed Culture. Don't forget Speed Culture. Speed Culture at Speed Culture app. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Speed Culture is the mobile, the enthusiast mobile app. Did I say it right that time, Bobby? That is right. The enthusiast mobile app. So in the meantime, everybody, I want to, well, I want to see some of the car shows. In the meantime, everybody, stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family.
but there's a feller in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. It broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDTF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen. You dumb cracker. You are, are you?